turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf and Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And we made this announcement last week. We're going to make it again. Starting December 19th, The Best of Investing is moving to 8 p.m., on Saturday on Salem's sister station, KTRB 860, The Answer. So make sure that uh, when you come on on December 19th and you go, wait a minute, where's my favorite show, The Best of Investing? You look it up and you find out we're uh, moving till 8 to 8 p.m. on KTRB 860. Today's trivia theme is celebrities. All right, guys. Um, let's see. First of all, I got a couple of things. Uh, did you guys notice that the Bitcoin is close to its all-time high? Remember, it was at twenty thousand. Well, you checked it today because I think I think as of yeah earlier this week it it was just bumping up against it. It actually cracked twenty thousand. Do we know? Uh, it came wow. very very close, very close. I, I don't know if it's tr- cracked it yet, uh, but I just kind of glancing I'm looking at it, it up as we speak live. So what does remember this the listener mean? from a couple of years ago that that lambasted us for. Uh, yeah. For sort of criticizing Bitcoin. Yeah. That's true. And he's I listening right now, he's like, ha-ha. <laughs> That's right. So was it a year ago or two years ago that it was at, uh, at uh, 19,000? I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So 19,500 and change as of the end of today. Um, so, yeah, it's back up again. I still remember every time I think about Bitcoin, I remember going to – Edward, <laughs> you and I went to, you know, one of the many – uh, money shows that uh, we've gone to over the years. And again, this was two years ago, I think now. And uh, there was a uh, several Bitcoin companies uh, as investment options. Uh, 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 Some were putting funds together. Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, yeah, right. Bitcoin yeah, not Bitcoin. I'm sorry. There were, there were cryptocurrency funds, some of them Bitcoin related or not. Yep. And uh, I met uh, the mother of one of the founders of one of those companies and she was sitting by herself, uh, uh, we got to chatting, and she was just very, very pleased with uh, her son and everything, and she said to me, she whispered to me, I hear Bitcoin's going to 40,000. This <laughs> knowing look on her face and smile, and I said, well, I hope you're right, but yeah. of course, <laughs> it didn't then, and it hasn't, and it may never will, but uh, yeah, I still, personally speaking, I just, I, I don't, 
feel any different about Bitcoin today than I did two years ago, even though I think blockchain, the technology around blockchain and cryptocurrency, there's a lot of amazing things happening. In fact, in in our neck of the woods in mortgage lending and purchasing of mortgage debt, uh, 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 blockchain has uh, has is is entering the market in a big way. But Bitcoin in and of itself, I still think it's it's basically it's, you know, yeah, it's virtual gold. And and how many articles do we continue to see of people who lose their entire Bitcoin stash? It yeah. just disappears because yeah. because of the uh, um, the fraud and fraud, the yeah. uh, hacking that's in there. So even if you wanted to put a hundred grand of Bitcoin, where would you keep it? And how do you know the company you're keeping it with mm-hmm. that's holding your wallet is actually secure? And, and, and do you really want to risk real money with that? Is there a way to get out? Also, I mean, I I I honestly don't know. Well, it is. Yeah. There is. Yeah, it is There's liquidity. liquidity. Yeah. There's liquidity. It's just that if you're if you're buying it to invest it and hold it like you might gold because you think it's going to over it's going to outperform say stocks and real estate in the coming years. Well, m- maybe you're correct about that, but you know you, you better be careful about what company you choose to be your uh, online uh, electronic wallet because again, it's yeah. it's those companies that get hacked. And and people's accounts literally just disappear overnight. And so anyway, I'm not, I'm not convinced it's a safe way to put your money to work. Well, you, you mentioned blockchain, and there's probably a bunch of people in the audience who don't understand blockchain. Could you give us, a, you know, spend just a couple of quick minutes explaining it? Oh, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> How could you ask? I don't, I don't know that there's anybody in our vast radio audience that could. Uh, uh, I, I, in fact, I'm not sure I know anyone who could answer that question other than um, maybe uh, who's, who's the founder of SoFi and Figure? Oh, Michael Cagney. Mike Cagney. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I read a blog post from Michael Cagney. Uh, who was the founder of SoFi and now the founder of Figure, and uh, Figure's a blockchain-based lender, uh, and they're looking for a national bank charter right now so they can uh, help expand their business. But, you know, essentially, you know, uh, having your records uh, and your transactions on blockchain is supposed to uh, eliminate fraud or at least reduce the uh, the aspects of fraud and create efficiencies in the marketplace that you can trade data and information and uh, and that's of course just for the mortgage industry which we're part of um, but uh, there's just uh, you know I, I I would fail miserably trying to uh, I mean it's sort of a checks and balances type of thing is it sort of a checks yeah. and balances type of thing yeah you know? decentralized it's, it's the biggest problem with blockchain and cryptocurrency is the fact that nobody really understands what it is and those that do well good for them but they're in a very, very vast minority. You want to talk about the top 0.0001% of the population. They're them. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, we're going to cut to our uh, first commercial break here. Uh, here's the first question. What Hollywood starlet, well, I'd say it's star, not starlet, um, was arrested for shoplifting from Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills? You remember that? She was yes. arrested for shoplifting from Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. I can't remember the year, but I think it was a good, probably a good 10, 15 years ago. Uh, call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificate. And I want to make a mention for Mountain Mike's Pizza uh, in San Rafael, baking pizza the way it ought to be. Uh, they are open uh, for pickup. Uh, very, very good pizza. And every time I mention them, I keep thinking about their great pepperoni cheese pizza. 
Just he's just oh. water. And every time you mention him, we know where you you're going after we. I know exactly. All right, stay with us. You're listening to the best of investing. Don't touch that dial. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. We're gonna be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Nam Fana, Pacific Private Money. First trivia question, what Hollywood star or starlet was arrested for shoplifting from Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. Who was that? Do you remember that na- her name's on the tip of my tongue? I think she used to live in Petaluma too. She oh, Winona, right? Yeah. Winona, Winona. right? Did she really live in Petaluma? I didn't know that. She I did for a short thought. period of time. That was Petaluma claimed to fame. Close enough to Nevada <laughs> to take credit. Okay. Petaluma, also known as North North Nevada. North Nevada. Yeah. So um, yeah. I was noticing that the euro is at. 1.2148 and there was a time not too long ago when it was almost at par with uh the dollar so i'm looking at this and going you know if you if obviously a lot of people are not traveling to europe anyway because of covid but if you go there you're, you're going to get smoked by 21 percent of you know the value of the dollar um, right. so i'm just kind of thinking okay well what's going on is it just that the dollar is just dropping like a rock it has been. That's, that has been in the news lately. The dollar has been dropping. And again, depending on what side of the fence you're on, that's either good news or horrible news. So, you know, it makes certain things more expensive to purchase and certain things uh, cheaper to purchase. So it's really when you're uh, dealing with currencies on, uh, in different countries and exchange rates, that fluctuation really is, it's neither good news or bad news overall, because it really depends on whether you're an importer, an exporter, a manufacturer. Um, so it's really, you know, I take those, I, I take that kind of news with a grain of salt. Cause I think for most of us, what we're really focused on is what's happening here at home. You know, what are the things that influence mostly um, our retirement savings, our ability to, to make money and to grow money. Um, and uh, you know, how many euros we can buy with a dollar. It's great to know if you're traveling, but at the end of the day, unless you're involved in international trade, it's really, um, you know, has, uh, in, in my opinion, doesn't have a huge, a huge impact. Okay. But uh, anyway, it's funny because we were, you know, we started, uh, Edward, you, you, you threw out a couple of uh, interesting comments there about uh, Bitcoin and talked a little bit about cryptocurrency. But, you know, I was just thinking about, so I was doing show prep today. I'm looking through, you know, the various uh, websites. Uh, news websites, news consolidation websites, looking for anything new and exciting to report. And, and I got to tell you, it just, you know, so much of what's happening in 2020 just feels like we're in Groundhog Day. Mm. And as I'm looking at the headlines for this week, the first week in December 2020, um, we could be doing, we could do the exact same show we did three months ago. And there's really, uh, <laughs> in, in terms of what we typically talk about, which is residential real estate. Uh, mortgage lending, you know, the, you know, what's happening in the stock market, what's happening with real estate prices and values. Uh, you know, it's, the news is really unchanged. Um, every month uh, that's gone by in the last several months, we see uh, year over year 
numbers in real estate usually going in one direction, which is up. So prices are up, sales volume is up, unit sales volume is down because inventory is getting crushed. There seems San to be Francisco, a lot of demand for people who want to move around. Hasn't San Francisco dropped a little bit in price? No, San Francisco prices again. You got to read. You got to read between the lines and read the tea leaves. There, San Francisco home prices are up in totality. Residential home prices, condo prices are down seventeen percent. Wow, um, which is uh, interesting. Um, so those, but the activity selling like hotcakes because people are taking advantage of the sales. So unit sales of condos are up. Uh, prices dis, uh, dis, are discounted. Uh, people who are selling know that and have, have uh, built that uh, expectation into their pricing if they've done it properly. But uh, single family homes year over year are up in San Francisco, uh, not by a, a lot, maybe two or 3%, I think is the last number I saw. The San Francisco Bay Area as a whole uh, is up year over year, according to Kay Schiller, based on price per square foot of actual closed sales. And this is this this information that we have today is from September. Uh, it's it's always uh, a, a little bit two months behind. So and this came out last week, up six percent year over year. So housing prices appreciated six percent year over year based on price per square foot, and that's a blended number in the San Francisco Bay Area between you know low medium and high priced homes. I thought we were hearing about, you know, uh, everyone moving out of San Francisco because uh, all, they can't get to their office and they're in, you know, houses are too close together, not enough room. That's not the case? Well, no, it isn't the case. There's a lot of activity for, there, there are people moving out of San Francisco, putting their homes on the market, but, uh, but single family residential home prices have not gone down, at least the metrics aren't there yet. The numbers don't bear that. They're still selling at similar prices that they have been selling at all year. Uh, the condos are the, are the ones that have been suffering because um, there's been a shift in buyer demand, uh, home buyer demand, and that is they, uh, because of COVID, because of shelter in place, they want larger homes, homes with yards, yeah. homes with amenities, uh, and so what you're seeing is the suburbs uh, are becoming more popular and any home that goes on the market that's priced properly in any suburb, in fact, any suburb, na suburb nationwide is seeing um, uh, quite a bit of activity. Uh, you know, talking about Case Schiller, um, overall in the United States, home prices are up 7% uh, overall as of the end of September um, and 6% in the San Francisco Bay Area. Phoenix, Seattle, and San Diego uh, were all in double digits. Uh, Phoenix, 11%, Seattle, 10%, San Diego, just a tick under 10% uh, year-over-year price increases. Again, unexpected. This was not expected to happen, but uh, because of COVID and demand for people uh, wanting to move elsewhere, uh, we're seeing continued home price appreciation all over. Wow. All right, guys, we're going to cut to our second commercial break. Uh, celebrities are the uh, theme tonight, today. Uh, which celebrity had to issue an apology after her cell phone was hacked and all of her celebrity friends' phone numbers were posted on the internet? 
I don't know if you remember that. And again, I think this was probably a few years ago, not not 20 years ago, but a few years ago. <clears throat> call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, here's the question. Which celebrity had to issue an apology after her cell phone was hacked and all of her celebrity friends' phone numbers were posted on the Internet? All right. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. <laughs> Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown, along with our confident non-fun here. Uh, let's see, second trivia question. Which celebrity had to issue an apology after her cell phone was hacked and all of her celebrity friends' phone numbers were posted on the internet? Commend you for keeping up with celebrity gossip, yeah. Edward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're getting these feeds from your People magazine yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was Paris Hilton. Oh, oh yeah, Paris. Story. Hey, hey guys, Did your phone number get leaked from that too? That was a long time ago because yeah. she's not even the news anymore. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like so ten years ago. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? Rotary phones never got hacked, so there was some. Well, that's true. <laughs> the answer was going to be Mary Pickford, but then you'd have to go back a hundred years. That doesn't work. Uh, hey, make a quick mention here for. Uh, the Hotel San Luis Obispo, Obispo is a cultural crossroad where adventure becomes a life well lived. Uh, there's steps from downtown and you head to the rooftops for sips of small plates amidst, admit, excuse me, amidst lush planted greenery with stellar views over rolling hills. Uh, California beach towns are just up the road. Check them out at hotel-slo.com or call 805-235-0700. All right. Nam, you wanted to dovetail off of what Mark was uh, talking about? Yeah. You know, in the last time Mark was talking about the uh, robust real estate market and, and all of the activity we're seeing, you know, part of that or, or a lot of that is um, driven by the continued low rates and uh, just this Another week. record this week, huh? Yeah, another record. Jeez, another record low. Hasn't been this low since 1971. So the 30-year fixed rate mortgage fell to 2.71%, the lowest number ever recorded. By Freddie Mac's weekly survey, as I mentioned, since 1971. So you know it did, that the survey dates back to 71, but I think 2.71 is actually the lowest it's ever been. Wow. I, I think it's. Uh, wow. I don't think we ever had 2.7 percent mortgage rates for 30-year mortgages. So, so pr pretty amazing. Um, you know, other articles that uh, that mention that you know prices are going up and rates are going low. They're kind of canceling each other out. So mm -hmm. still, you know, it still presents an affordability issue with many would-be home buyers, uh, you know, and the fact that the market is, is still, you know, uh, by all measures robust, it's only really robust in terms of homes that go on the market sell quickly. There's not much inventory. You put your house on the market, you're, you know, you may get multiple offers, um, but there's still only a fraction of the number of homes available or on the market that there have been uh, in prior years. And in fact, we've not yet returned to the markets pre-2006 in terms of annual unit sales. So annual unit sales of homes in 2004, 2005, 2006 
we're five times higher than yeah. what we're uh, selling today. I mean, it's just it's a, it's amazing the differential in unit volumes. And so, you know, we haven't been, you know, notwithstanding what's happened to real estate in general since 2010, we've had a 10-year run of, of great returns uh, and great appreciation in residential real estate uh, in the last 10 years. But we never really saw a return to the uh, construction and development and building of units to satisfy the, the organic growth of population uh, in California and elsewhere. And so we've just, every single year, it seems for the last several years, you know, they say, well, the good news is real estate prices are up, but the bad news are we still are only uh, selling a fraction of the number of units yeah. and we're only building a fraction of the number of units we need to build in order to, uh, in order to sustain, um, you know, an, an equitable housing market where, um, you know, buyers and uh, buyers have a choice. And well, you uh, think of it too, that's what's driving up the, the that's partially what's driving up values is just simple supply and demand, which is yeah. it's not a, it doesn't create necessarily a bubble, um, but it's bubble like. And then the costs of constructions uh, has increased, uh, especially in California with the fires and all that, you know, timber, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, just materials and then labor. Labor. So, you know, you look yeah. at that and you go, OK, well, how much does it cost to build a new home? What can I sell it for? You know, so and, and then with the economics of of all these extra fees imposed by cities and counties, you know, it's it's challenging. Yeah, we're still waiting for fees and counties to make it easier to build a home and to lower their all the fees they charge. But that doesn't seem to be happening. Um, and in terms of housing costs, you're right. The cost of a two by four is dramatically higher today than it was a year ago and than it was two years ago or five years ago. Um, cement, uh, sheetrock, all of those components. So even though we live in an environment where the Wall Street Journal tells us that we basically have no inflation and 2% CPI inflation rate feels pretty much like no inflation, right? But then, you know, what about everything related to home buying, um, yeah. home pricing, home building, uh, costs of construction, those are all up dramatically. There's a, there, there is a real inflation rate happening yeah. uh, in those areas that don't get reflected in the CPI, which is why, um, you know, it's, it's just an inter interesting conversation to have about, you know, what's real and what's true. And, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes you see a lot of people complaining uh, online and, and elsewhere that, you know, it's a lie to say there's no inflation because look at, you know, look at these other areas yeah. of, uh, uh, of costs. And, and then on the flip side, we do have deflation because the price of technology keeps going down. We yeah. can buy more power for less cost uh, per gigabyte. Yeah. Um, so there's just, there's a lot of, uh, it's a complicated issue, I guess, is the, the point I'm making. Well, it's Wall just not, it has not had to purchase a two by four recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they're using a lot of technology now. Uh, uh, and uh, their online edition, I think, is more popular than their paper uh, editions these days. And they charge uh, even more for it than their paper edition. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, yeah. So, uh, some things go up, some things go yeah. down, some things get more efficient, uh, and the pace of life keeps getting faster and faster. Faster yeah. and faster. Hurry up! <laughs> Our inboxes are getting fuller and fuller. Wait, what's Does anybody you know get less than 500 emails a day? Oh. You know what's interesting? I think I, I'm spending less time on the phone because I think people have just gotten used to communicating by email. My, my or emails yeah. or texts yeah. have blown up in the last six months compared to 
prior to that. I think a lot of people would just like to meet in person or previously or, yeah. you know, talk on the phone. These days, it's more email. Yeah, there's more Zoom, but uh, our email inbox. Well, that's pretty Mark, Cuban just wrote, Mark Cuban just wrote a blog post recently. I haven't read it yet. said, I get over a thousand emails a day. Here's how you can get my attention. And so I have to go. Oh, oh, that's, 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 I'm wow. curious. Smart. That was the headline. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> now he's going to get 5,000 a day when people read it. <laughs> All right. Here's our uh, third trivia question. In a bizarre bit of celebrity behavior, who dangled his baby from the third floor balcony of a German hotel on November 20th, 2002? <laughs> you remember that? This one you remember. Okay. Call 888-912-1190. Uh, to answer this question. And you get the first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. Uh, in a bizarre bit of a celebrity behavior, who dangled his baby from the third floor balcony of a German hotel on November 20th, 2002? All right, stay with us. Literal or figurative, baby, Edward? Okay, wait, hold on. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt, the non-fond of Pacific Private Money. Uh, third trivia question was, in a bizarre bit of celebrity behavior, who dangled his baby from the third floor balcony of a German hotel on November 20th, 2002? That was Michael Jackson. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, yes, that is correct. All right. Uh, one out of three is not very good for this show, but that'll get you into the Hall of Fame uh, if you're in baseball. That's true. Um, okay. So, uh, Noam, why don't you give us a deal of the week? Yeah, so deal of the, one of the deals of the week uh, this week kind of dovetails again to what Mark was talking about earlier, where you've got uh, really low interest rates, uh, you've got uh, a really hot real estate market, and what's re the result is we're seeing an incredible, you know, or conventional lenders are seeing an incredible, you know, uh, increase in loan applications, right? They want to take care or take advantage of the low rates borrowers do, but they're and the real estate market is, is really hot. And so to be competitive in that space, uh, borrowers are having to make really aggressive offers. Anything from, you know, no sale contingency, which, you know, they can do by coming to Pacific Private Money if they have a home to sell. Uh, and this deal of the week is a bridge loan. But they're also not only doing a no sale contingency, but they're also doing a fast close. And that's counter to what bank conventional lenders are able to do these days because they have so many loans in their pipeline. It's taking forever. I think last week, Mark, maybe it was last week or a previous show where you're talking about, you know, trying to get a refi done with Wells Fargo. It takes three <laughs> months, you know, trying to get a purchase done in time to meet the deadlines of an escrow or an offer you're putting on a home is, is tough. Yeah. So, you know, buyers these days are making these really, aggressive offers saying we'll close quickly and then crossing their fingers and hoping that their lender can close on time. And we've had so many bridge loans lately or loans lately uh, that have come to us at the 11th hour because their bank financing is taking longer. It's not necessarily that it's falling through. It's just that it's taking longer than 
the escrow period is, you know, th that was written into the contract. Mm -hmm. And so this deal of the week is just kind of your typical bridge loans, you know, $900,000 home uh, or loan here in Novato. But the crazy thing is, you know, this loan we've only had, we closed this recently, um, it's already going to pay off. <laughs> So we get, you know, we have one, we have one uh, that that is closing this week where we already got a, a, a demand, payoff demand, because, yeah. you know, they're simultaneously still working on their conventional loan. It just exactly. took longer than close of escrow. Well, and you got to figure with all of the people working from home, there's just so little efficiency um, mm -hmm. with that, rather than people just being in the office and getting things done. Yeah. So. So we're getting a lot of loans that are coming to us because um, these are, you know, these FICO scores on these borrowers are insane. You know, 750 plus A A quality borrowers. It's just their conventional loan took longer. We're we're able to provide a bridge loan close very quickly. So you know, I think our fastest this year was five days. Um, but you know, let's say we close in two weeks. Not too far behind is that conventional loan that that you know needed that extra time. They've got it in place and now shortly after we get the loan closed, we're getting a payoff demand. So, you know, we're happy to do these all day long, but just, uh, you know, highlights what's going on in the marketplace. Yeah, and it's just, it highlights the fact that um, borrowing money from a lender like Pacific Private Money, whether you call it a hard money loan, a private money loan, a bridge loan, it's really a tool. It's not about, oh gee, why, why would anybody pay 8% or 9% for money when you can get it from a bank at, three or 2.7. Well, it, it, it has nothing to do with that. That's, that's, you know, water and oil. We're talking about two completely different things. It's using, uh, it's, it's going to a company like Pacific Private Money who makes money capital available to rent on a short-term basis that's highly reliable and you can get very, very quickly. So for example, um, you know, that, that, uh, Loan scenario that Nam just talked about was uh, from our rock star loan agent, Sophia Najibi. And uh, another one of her files this week uh, that was for where the loan was nearly $2 million came to us because their financing fell out. They were running out of time. The seller was balking because they already had a backup offer that was going to pay them a higher price, which is something we hear all the time. But the borrower, the, uh, the buyer, had it in contract and they needed to close. And it got to a point, and this actually happened today, where the buyers, uh, as well as our loan agent, Sophia, are um, asking us at Pacific, asking our, our, our funding team to go ahead and fund today because the seller was starting to um, you know, delay, hoping that this uh, whole, uh, hoping, hoping to, to be able to cancel the deal and have it all fall out because it was going to mm -hmm. be beyond the last day on the contract. So sellers started playing games. We just went ahead, again, because we have the flexibility and we do this all the time. We, said, we went ahead and wired uh, the funds a day early uh, to ensure the mm -hmm. seller's performance so that the buyer could actually get that house that they came to us to borrow money as a tool to be able to secure that contract and secure that transaction. So basically, you know, we're, we're in the business of making magic happen, making transactions happen, rescuing deals, saving um, uh, deposit monies that are at risk, 
uh, if you don't close by Friday, you know this is this is what uh, this is what we do, and we're one of the few lenders in the entire state of California that actually do these kind of loans with this kind of speed and flexibility. Um, and we've been doing it for five years. We've done hundreds of transactions like this now uh, in the era of Dodd Frank restrictions, and we're really really good at it. And for more information. <laughs> hey, let me contribute here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Call 415-883-2150 or visit us online at www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's funny because we still run into realtors who really don't even realize that this product, this tool, this type of loan is available, uh, that they can help more clients close more deals. And sometimes we talk to a real estate agent, they'll go, well, you talking about hard money? Well, I would never recommend a client do that. Because, you know, hard money loans had a, had a stigma 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, they're lender of last resort. You know, you loan to people with one foot in bankruptcy or foreclosure. You know, that's not what the money, you know, the, those types of loans have been uh, disallowed through Dodd-Frank regulations. They haven't been around for years. But there's still that stigma that a lot of realtors carry because they just don't know. They just don't realize how many more deals they could have closed this year uh, had they known that they could be helpful to their borrower client in the form of providing uh, a recommendation for a fast and easy bridge loan. Exactly. And I think part of it's the fear of because of the perceived expense, when in fact, we oftentimes save people money uh, in the end uh, by being able to close quickly, efficiently, and at a price that uh, uh, if their if realtor is savvy, they could mimic an all-cash offer. Very good. So if you're a realtor out there and you don't, don't know anything about this, what we're talking about, and you want more information about this product, you know, please do give us a call at 415 415- 883-2150, because I'll tell you right now, we work with hundreds of realtors who absolutely love the fact that this tool is available to them that they can have in their arsenal to help uh, close more loans and find more uh, ready, willing, and able buyers who want to compete with cash offers. Very good. All right, uh, call them at PacificPrivateMoney.com. I guess the website. We're call 415-883-2150. Stay with us. The best investor will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit BestofInvesting.com. That's BestofInvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hahn from Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. No trivia question, but Nam, you wanted to ask us what some kind of predictions? Yeah, since it's December and I was just thinking back um, to this time last year, you know, who who... Who made predictions um, and, you know, how many of them got anything right? Who would have predicted anything that happened this year? So, um, you know, even going into February, March, you know, at, when the pandemic first hit, we just thought, oh, geez, everything's going to tank. You know, home prices yeah. would, would potentially tank, but it's been nothing but the opposite. So I wanted to um, ask these questions for predicting what, what we think may happen in 2021. So I'll ask you guys. Uh, for real estate, do we think it will depreciate, go up 5% or 10% plus by this time next year? 
Uh, I think it's going to say. Well, you no didn't have zero in there. If, yeah, if I were, if I had to bet, I would say that Bay Area home price appreciation. Actually, I'll just say across California, uh, likely a net zero to plus five percent would be my range. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, mine too. Okay. All right. Next question: Rates will they be below three and a half or above three and a half? Below three and a half. Yeah, I think uh, being at 2.7, they're probably going to be, um, yeah, three and a half. That would actually be really amazing if we were still three and a half next year. I, I think that that's probably likely. You can't. Okay. I mean, that'll tank the economy even more. Next. Next prediction. Dow, do you think it'll stay above or you think it'll go in above 30,000 and stay there or... I think we're gonna have, I think I think we'll have a pullback for a while. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, you know, a year ago I predicted the stock market to underperform in 2021, and that was before the pandemic, and it's actually overperformed, hitting 30,000 or nearly 30,000 for the first time. Yeah, uh, I'm going to stick with last year's stick with last year's prediction, and I, I do think the market will underperform, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was below 30,000 this time next year. So if you're an index investor, I, I, I just, I think that's a risky move to, uh, to count on that for continued growth. Mm -hmm. Unemployment, currently 6.9%. Do you think it'll be below four or above four this time next year? Oof. I think it's still gonna I be think above. above four, yeah. yeah. I think there I think there's going to be so much fallout from the pandemic that a lot of jobs are not going to return. A lot of companies are not going to return. I saw an article this week that uh, boomers uh, uh, and um, immigrants were among those being pushed out uh, of uh, jobs because of uh, lower job availability right now, and that, that yeah. might remain true by this time next year. Okay. All right. Last question. Um, celebrity news. <laughs> Edward, will you be able to use your Britney Spears tickets next year? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> uh, come on. Be serious now. What's the last one? Because we had to cut. To, we're gonna have to cut out of here pretty soon. That is. Will that, we was be able to, that was it. Will we be able to go to concerts or ball games? Okay, that's it. Will we be able to go to uh, sporting events or concerts? Yeah, yes, we will. Even even good old. Yes, I think so. Do I have? We should buy, buy I have high hopes for the uh, vaccines. Uh, he said okay. by September we might see uh, stadium football stadiums full by September. Okay. okay, we got our show for next uh, December. All right, that's right. <laughs> and uh, audience, don't forget we are moving on uh, December nineteenth to 8 p.m. on KD, KTRB 860, The Answer. All right, guys, here's our thoughts for the day. I am sick of following my dreams. I'm just going to ask where they're going and hook up with them later. And <laughs> yeah. raisin cookies that look like chocolate chip cookies are the reasons I have trust issues. Think about that. <laughs> that I believe, Edward. Yeah. <laughs> I know how much you like chocolate. I'm all eating in this chocolate chip cookie. I go, raisins? Who put raisins in here? I just, <laughs> I just spit it out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. I'm wishing you the best of investing. So long. 
You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.